Good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, Sunday afternoon, the 19th of September, just after five o'clock. We thought we'd do an early show um, in lieu of um, grand final, grand final night. Well, sorry, Brownlow medal night, not grand final night. Getting ahead of myself a week early. Um, geez, it's going to be a long week. Uh, can't believe we're sitting in this position right now. Um, they talk about the ultimate prelim final, which I'm told we'll just have a little chat about shortly, but um, both Melbourne and the Bulldogs uh, relatively unscathed through that uh, prelim final. Uh, disappointing, probably game for a lot of other fans of the game, um, but if you're a fan of the Bulldogs or a fan of the Demons, uh, you'd be super excited about your team uh, getting to the big dance. And speaking of the big dance, someone who loves a big dance, Glenn Curran. How are you, Cuz? G'day, Az. How are you, mate? Um, yeah, look, very wise words what you said about the footy, both prelims last week. As a footy purist and not having a vested interest in it, but the bomb has already been done, often prelims are talked about as being the greatest exciting games of the final series. But unfortunately, for non-supporters of the four clubs that were involved, they were both games pretty much over by at least half time. Which for a Melbourne yeah, well, supporter, you know, but, um, or a doggy supporter, that's what you want. Yeah. Well, definitely as a as a demon supporter, I was very excited that it was over by half time. But uh it was yeah, let's just touch on those games for a second. Um you're right, absolutely. Uh history will tell you that prelims uh, are supposed to be one of the most exciting and have been one of the most exciting games on the lead up to the grand final and not always does that necessarily uh, the team that was gonna or supposed to get there uh, gets there in the end uh, hence what happened with the Bulldogs but geez how good were the Bulldogs just lightning right from the start Port never never fired a shot did they no no it's that I spoke to um, my old man not long after that game and obviously dad being into his well into his 70s and a bit of an old style sort of football follower, as he said, and then even again when I spoke to him this morning about the footy, they've got that terrible thing from a Melbourne perspective that you might, might be, they've got momentum, the doggies, and they look, everyone talks about history when you speak about finals in footy and that sort of stuff. It's looking a bit like, unfortunately, for Melbourne, Essendon back in 1990 when Essendon only played, I think, two games in about a three-week period because of the draw between... West Coast and Collingwood. Now, yep. history is history, but that is 31 years ago. And I think Melbourne, as a neutral supporter, to me, Melbourne have been the, the best side in it this year consistently for the majority of their rounds. They've thoroughly deserved their um, home and away finishing on top, and their form since has only franked that. The Doggies for the majority of the year, we're probably second or third. So I think we've got the two best sides in it. It's just now, for me, I can't wait. Obviously, as you know, my mother's a mad Melbourne supporter. My stepdaughter's a Melbourne supporter. And so are both my in-laws. Obviously, one of my best mates in you is a Melbourne supporter. I think a lot of people are helping Melbourne to win one because it's there is that belief a lot of, amongst a lot of people it is their time they are due 
I just did a quiz with my family about half an hour ago. They have got, unfortunately, the longest sequence of that winning one. So I think it's about time that they won one. And I think looking at all the info in front of us, I think they're ready. Yeah, well, uh, it's it, it's a nervous time for me to hear oh, yeah. that. Um, generally, <laughs> as a Melbourne supporter, as you know, um, but I've never been more excited uh, at this time of year. Uh, September's new to us, mate, and we haven't been there for a little while. Um, and speaking of uh, Mr. September, let's bring him up. How are you, legend? Lovey. All right. How are you? Good, mate. How Welcome you, back. Mate? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's... Uh... Yeah, it's been a while, a whole week. Uh, you know, it's um, felt weird not having the grand final yesterday. Actually, it was it was quite strange. I, was, I remember I was out and about, and um, I'm thinking, well, we should be having the grand final. I mean, I'm kind of glad we're not, but um, you know, give us another week to think about footy. And I think I was saying to you just before, mate, while I was out and about, that um, you know, sort of. It's a bit vacant this weekend, but then what are you going to do once football's actually finished between now and cricket? Cricket doesn't start until November, so space it out as best we can, I guess. But, yeah, um, I don't have to be nervous this week. I know you're nervous as all, as all get out. So uh, I, hope you, I hope you're holding up all right, mate. That's all I can say. Yeah, I am, actually. Uh, I've reached out to a few mutual Demon fans, and they're yeah, – they're, they're still pushing the lid down at the moment, trying to hold that lid. Um, they haven't really blown it off yet because uh, they're very – they know to full well um, what the demons can do, especially when they're oh, – I can't imagine – or I can't think of the last time we actually went in as favourites to a game like this, so especially a grand final. Um, I don't think – not in my living memory have, have we been a favourite for a grand final. So uh, that's that's an exciting thought, that's for sure. Um, being favourite for a prelims, one thing. Favourite for the big dance is, is a whole different story, isn't it? Um, as you boys know full well, uh, for our last appearance in 2000, um, very different story, uh, the Demons of today versus the Demons of 2000. But just tell us a little bit about going in as a as a fan, going in as a firm favourite, um, which I think largely we are still as Demons, but there's still plenty, obviously, pushing very hard for the Doggies. So it's pretty it's pretty close to an even bet, I reckon, right now. Give us your I, thoughts, Cuz. Yeah, look, I, I think so. Look, as a bomber back in 2000, we we were a very good side. We Look, we, at the stadium, the complete obvious. But there's still that degree of, I suppose, I'll use the word nervousness, but I think that becomes with the ownership of, We've done everything we need to do so far. Let's bring to the table what we do well, our goal kicking, our marking and that and that sort of stuff. But then, as Lovey knows, being a, a senior coach, and I've done some coaching as well, and then as a supporter, there's still, that's the joys of our game or any sporting game or anything in life. There's always the uncontrollables as well. You could go to the MCG You'll pick your best available side, your best 22, and then five minutes into the game, someone does his knee and someone else does that, and then, God, we've got to go to plan B. We've got to go to plan C, whatever. I think for Melbourne, they've done everything that they can do, that they can control. They've 
been challenged at times. They've got a few demons, pardon the pun, from the past and when they've had um, appearances in finals and what. But they seem to be pretty complete. It's hard looking at it from an, the outside. I can't find a weak link in their arsenal, and I mean that both on-field and off-field at the moment. What do you think, Lovie? I'm probably going to be different to you on a few of those things. So I don't think their history really worries them too much at all. Um, they're their own team. Uh, they're their own they're their own mentality, and they've shown that all year. Uh, I do agree. I think there's very little that's wrong with what they do on field. So it just gets back to being a ball in their head. Um, if I'm a Melbourne supporter and for the first time in living memory, I'm going into a grand final as the favourite, which they are, and they should, they actually should embrace that. Um, you know, I, I recall going into many grand finals as an Essendon supporter, very spoiled. Um, 1985, we were the favourites. 1990, we were the favourites. 93, we were the favourites. Year 2000, we were the favourites. Year 2001, we were the favourites. And we earned that right and we deserve that right. And we should felt we, we always felt confident that our football team was going to get the job done. So that's what I reckon Melbourne fans should do. Be confident that your team is going to get the job done. And you know what? If they don't get it done on the day, um, yeah, well, you didn't play. You're a supporter. You're a fan. Didn't work out. You should be wrapped. Your team was in there, had a crack all year, represented your club as best they possibly could. Um, and it's a, it's a shitty cliche, but there's always next year, and they're going to be good enough to be back up there next year. So for me, I think there's, there's, there's everything to lose for sure. I mean, the Bulldogs have got everything to lose as well. But I think that uh, if I'm a Melbourne supporter right now, embrace it. You know, this, this whole the lid's still on crap, well, you, you're following Melbourne for all the wrong reasons as far as I'm concerned. I think you just got to just just – Get out there and enjoy it. Paint your bloody house, Melbourne, uh, red and blue, and put 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 fucking paint on your car tyres and all sorts of stuff. Why not? Just do it, you know. And because you don't know when you're next going to be there, so you know, yep. I reckon get into it. I mean, look at your top. Did you, did you print that yourself, or did you buy? Did you purchase that through the shop? What's <laughs> yeah. going on, mate? You're a... No, this this was very much purchased through the the mighty Demon Shop, mate, and and great job to the Demon Shop being able to jump on that quickly. Um, it's, a great, a it's, a little, um, it's a great, It's a great little slogan. It's a good little. That slogan, is, and I, I actually hope. Um, obviously, most clubs traditionally have a slogan for each year, but I'd I'd actually love to keep this one for a little while, especially if uh, hell and hell ain't a bad place to be. As uh, as ACDC would say, mate. So, I'd uh, I'd love us to keep this one for a little while. And speaking of wagons and bandwagons, um, <laughs> obviously uh, this is kicking around in WA at the moment, um, nice. which is a beautiful beautiful thing to see and and to jump on board. Obviously promoting tourism WA, but uh, there's definitely that, there's definitely a little bit room left on this wagon. Is that how everyone's pretty much going to get to the game over there? In Perth by Camel. That's that, how they normally transport, the camel? isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it is going to be a Camel. I a mean, camel they're still fest back in the 1920s short. over there. You know, they're still quite dinosaur in the way they go about things. So, quick little shout out to our WA friends, by the way, too. I don't care. I couldn't, uh, we don't have to be too nice to them. They're, uh, they're not letting us in a hurry. A, so. That's not a tourism ad. That's just that's actually an instructional ad once you get off at the airport. That is how you get yeah. around by Camel. <laughs> Uh, what, speaking of man, it's interesting what you said, lovey. Sorry, as that it's we talk in life, we've all got um, 
children at various ages and whatever, or young adults now, all of them, we talk about ownership. And if this, when we were younger, you had to work hard when you ran in a race at school and whatever. And then there was that period of time where if someone fell over, they were given a ribbon, whatever. Naturally gifted, it's, mate. It's actually I not a bad thing. It. It's not a bad thing to be a bit of arrogant and think, hang on a minute, we're, we're the best side in at Melbourne, so let's let's be that. Let's be let's be the best side in it. And as you said, Lovey, I think I haven't got a crystal ball. And I can't see into the future, but I can't see them falling off the radar. That they've they've got a bit of a steely resolve about them as a unit, not as a group of individuals, but as a team. And I know that's a, a cliched comment, but you watch how they go about their play. The biggest thing I take out of it when I watch Melbourne play or watch their games, as a coach, I often say it when I'm coaching juniors or seniors, I, I know I've heard you say it all the time, the first thing you do when you go and play a game of, or football, but in sport, enjoy it. You watch their faces. They are loving what they're doing. They're having fun. Yeah, they are. Yep, absolutely. All right, let me cross back to my uh, my wind-up and lead-in before you chopped it in half. But uh, as, as I was talking about, being on the wagon um, and uh, this uh, jump aboard the Demons bandwagon, um, once again, thanks to you two boys jumping on our wagon. But we've got another good friend of ours that's definitely jumped on our wagon. Um, and there's no doubt uh, if the Bombers can't get it done, he's hoping his Demons do. So here, bring, let's bring him on. G'day, Dave. How are you, great man? Have a look at you. <laughs> any port in a storm, Dave Cosma. Any port in a storm. Good to see you, boys. I am. I'm on the wagon, and I've even taken a turn every now and then to drive in the bastard. Jesus. Yes, it's a big bus. So, so remind, remind me whose scarf that is again. That'd be Aaron's scarf, mate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm more concerned about. Probably going to be a hundred of them anyway. The other night, mate, when I watched your wonderful bit of movie work on Facebook, who are yeah. your friends you were going to go to the chalet with? Was that Aaron and Sytel you mentioned? I didn't quite catch the names. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. It was them, wasn't it? Amanda, Amanda, and Jared, which I think was uh, code for uh, yeah. Sytel for sure, for sure. Because I watched no, no earlier today, Dave. I actually watched. Um, Dan Andrews' press conference, and they actually mentioned you. Me? Because I know you get a mention in his, the ones that you do. He actually said, oh, Dave Cosmo, just want a quick shout out to Dave. He puts me on all these things. About, about time he gave me a little bit of credit. <laughs> You've made him the person he is, tongue yeah. in cheek. A little bit of credit when it's due, mate. I tell you what, I was looking at the uh, looking at the video you put together. He did. You left him speechless. That's the funniest bit. I mean, that guy. That guy can talk through wet cement, but the way you had him absolutely toasted, foot under his throat, all yeah. over his throat, the whole lot, mate. You, you cornered him. Got him sorted, mate. Got him sorted. Nah, it's um... how do you do it? How do you do it, mate? What's the secret for the rest of the six point five million Victorians? What's what's the game, mate? How do you how do you persuade him? Um, I think um, I think it's just just champagne comedy. I think when champagne comedy is involved. <laughs> You know, generally speaking, even the greats are left speechless. You know, but your boys are right. It's just that it is weird. I was, I was feeling the same yesterday, lovey. I was, you know, you just 
it's that, it's that day in September where you're feeling all bloody juiced up and excited, whether your team's yeah. there or not. And they had a little bit of a weird feeling yesterday. But um, I don't know. Having said that, I think we've be, we've we've become accustomed to things being done a little bit ass about over the last year and a half. So. You know, a bit of a two-week break. It's happening in another state. It feels a little bit detached. But having said that, it's, um, you know, I'd do anything for the Bombers to be in there. So, you know. Yeah, look, we might be there next year. But for now, I think it's, I think it, we'll, we'll get behind Aaron's team. You know, I think, you know, the doggies broke through. So for me, it's the next underdog that hasn't had a crack at it. And yeah, um, another one to tick off. The sad part will be then that, Everyone will go, oh, so the next biggest drought will be Carlton's. It'll be like, you know, that one can keep going as far as I live. So yeah. I couldn't care less about that shit, Mob. But I'm um, I'm more concerned. When you talk about things going all ass about, Dave, this, at yeah. the moment, I, I totally agree. We're having to do things on the fly and, you know, I'm going to have to adjust my drinking schedule on the grand final day because the game's at 7.15, not at 2.30. In other words, in other words, I'm going to have to find an extra four hours and 45 minutes to keep up the pace. So will you start but, early or later, Lobby? Which, what were you doing? No, no, Early same time, mate. No, no, same time as normal. That's my, that's my point, Glenn, is that I will have to just have a bit more stamina in the alcohol and just continue. But, Glenn, I am really worried. There is something that's really concerning me right now. Has lockdown forced you away from Jody and the kids to look what looks like you're living in a tent? Is there a tarp up behind you? What's going on there? <laughs> looks Once like again, a big camp. The looks most like a big enjoyable thing. Tarp. The most enjoyable thing about doing a podcast with you fine, three fine gentlemen and our wonderful viewers out there is I was once given some feedback by, and I will use the lovely lady's name, Jan Cusack, the show's not about me, but you you three want to send to make it about me, so okay, I'll take that on. I'm not in a tent. No, not yet. I'm actually in... What the hell is that behind you? I'm in the room where I've done some of my best work. I'll just let you figure out which room that might be. Um, Jody and the boys are out in the lounge room right. getting ready Aaron, for the grand Aaron. for the Brownlow medal tonight. Yeah, Thank you, bad. Aaron. Quick look at Aaron. for uh, David Cosmo. Dave, Dave Cosmo's EJ isolation sessions. That's what that's for, Glenn. Don't worry, it's all right. Is that, no, it's okay. Yeah, am I allowed to answer the question you asked me? Well, I just want, I've got one more question. Do you, do you lace up that canvas thing behind you or do you just like, use No, because it'd be like David Chick's on. finger when he got caught in that jumper. No good lacing up anymore. Not allowed to lace up. Yeah, so I, I know. It? Looks like the weather's coming in too behind you. Yeah, <laughs> be careful. Just be careful. <laughs> the weather's fine in Monty. Just be very Beautiful. careful. Lovely part of the world. Now, yes. I'll give you a little update. Thank you for the question, Alan. appreciate that. I sound like a press. I'm at a press conference myself. Um little update on our venture to try to find the impossible pickled onion in the jar. Hey, I heard your brain I trying to I may have done me. it. I may Ooh. have done it. Ooh. Hey. Ooh. Ooh. Where? Where? No. I'll drive and eat them. No. I'll drive to the Tonight's place about and eat the brown low. Yeah, I know, but I will drive with me. Give us the place. The self-anointed, self-appointed Monty Mandera will get back to you Wow. It does work. Yeah. Right oh, there's a scoop. We uh oh. we will look forward to the grand final sorry, edition. Sorry, as just can Dave focus on us? We you know that got something on the I'm stove, focused, Dave, I'm, here, I'm listening. I've just I've got to get dinner started here, boys. It's right in the middle of no, I like no, a, I like a multitasker. What's on the menu, That's mate? I'll do a classic carbonara, classic carbonara tonight, mate. 
Oh, nice. Do you do a dash? Very good. What are your quick ingredients? Real quick, what are they? The cream? Oh, you can't go wrong with cream, mushroom, bacon, garlic. Um, onion? Yes, onion and... You put that's, onion in it? That's pretty much it, mate. That You need nothing more. Any pickled onion? Well, maybe, or? Oh, it wouldn't be pickled onion. I don't go down to a fish and chip shop and bring it home to cook it. I can tell you that right now. That's not part of this process. But I'll um, I'll go the fresh the fresh onion from the fruit monger and uh, boil the pasta up. Keep a little bit of the pasta water just to sort of keep it a little bit moist, just to add into the end mix. And um, she's a bloody cool. smother in uh, smother in parmesan cheese, mate, and some fresh parsley if you got it, which I don't have any at the moment, unfortunately. How many pickled onions do we need? Six here. Well, six, six over six there, here. and I reckon six there, mate. And then me and As, we've, we've, we've successfully got through our bets, so we, we, we're just sitting back and watching. It's not us, players. So let's, so As and Dave, you probably need to grow a pair, the pair of you. As, grand final week coming up. Give no, us something. We don't need to bet again, mate. We don't need to bet Give again. me something, mate. <laughs> give, me, give me something. The lid's off, you told me. Give me something. Just remember. Blaine, we have just to admit remember. we're really stupid people, so we just have to probably Correct. leave it at that. No, Alan. Just no, remember, Alan, uh, that's incorrect. You are very stupid and you dobbed me in as well. Remember that. Well, you're stupid for being dobbed in, so what does it matter? <laughs> Give us an update, does. Dave. Where are we up to? Where are we up to with the, the carbonara? Give us a little blow-by-blow yeah. blow yeah. description. We're, we're just to get a complete carbonara oh, look at that. edition. We're just, that off, in there. we're just frying off the mushies and the bacon, mate. and um, Frying up a treat. And, of course, hey. you're going to add the garlic a little bit uh, later in the mix because if you add it too soon, you know that that's going to just burn, baby burn. We don't want to do that. Quick question. Do you, do, you, do you put chicken in it with it? Do you dice chicken into it? No, nah, no, nah, oh, no. Nah. okay. No, nah, just bacon, mate. That's the job. Just the spices, mate, or is it the way it's cooked? It's the way it's cooked, buddy. Nice. Yeah. So there you go, Dave. You just give me a little little gem just then. Um, I'm the first I'm one that throws in the, in the garlic early. And obviously burns the garlic. So just give us a little bit of uh, <laughs> little, tell us a little bit about that. A little Italian <laughs> secret, mate. When, well, you when can't the disappointed with you, but that was you can't really burn the mushy, so they can kind of get in there pretty early. And your bacon, you want to fry that off, and then and and your onion early on too. Um, your onion has to go early. Can't have hard onion. That's exactly right. You want to get that nice and soft and brown, and then. Um, you know, you can add your cheeky little uh, little bit of vino in there too if you want. I tend to put oh. a little bit. I like a little bit of sherry actually in my um, in my. Uh, baby. Yeah, you're darkening it. A little bit of dry sherry goes astray. The old Royal Reserve. When I, you know, Nan used to like a little tipple of that of an evening. Just drop a bit in there now for us, mate, and have a sip while you're at it. Just give us a taste of the sherry. What's it like? Just put up the disclaimer as just, responsible um, alcohol drinking. Just make sure that. Yeah, what's that? We got a disclaimer there for that, Aaron. Disclaimer. Responsible alcohol consumption. <laughs> I got, I got disclaimers mate. for everything, mate. <laughs> just make sure it's um. There we go, mate. Nice. Just, <laughs> drink responsibly, especially the seven dollar McWilliams Royal Reserve sherry, mate. Oh, you know, top like, shelf. The seven dollar special. You don't want to go hard on that stuff. Yes, it is. Can you have you still seen those one and a half litre bottles of port you can get for about eight bucks? Oh. I reckon you can pair a car for three k. Oh. I reckon. Taking me back to the early days. You're taking me back to the the olden days. There. Yeah, yeah. That's the stuff I used to steal off Dad's shelf when I was about twelve. But yes, you that is the, uh, the, the real big ones. They were. They were they really fill it with water. 
And they were so they were they were so big the bottle though. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, how can anyone drink all that? But then you'd have about three sips, and it'd be like drinking straight cordial. The, Unbelievable. the sweet cherry. Unbelievable. Keep in mind, mate. That's uh, that's been the EJ's secret weapon, mate. That's uh, that's what's kept <laughs> it going all these years. A little, little shot of sherry no, each each. Don't morning. worry about your premium unleaded, mate. Cheapy McWilliams <laughs> sherry in there. She's a beauty. Yeah, it used to be used to be a little container. Used to be in a little that's container great. called Stop Smoke back in the day. Oh, it's even yeah. great for the environment. It's good for the Absolutely. environment. Burning sherry. Who, who is your toughest critic in the kitchen? Who's the hardest person in the house to please? Oh, you know what? Um, I'm pretty lucky on that front, but the, the, the little fella can be, you know, it was a period of time there. You probably all had this where unless it was chips and nuggets, there's no interest on nothing. <laughs> there's just no interest. So... I would say him at the age of, he turned seven last week, so he every now and then will give you a little bit of a cheeky, I don't know about this, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty good with all my, my, my mine are pretty good, and the, and the missus is okay with my cooking too, so. Uh, sorry, your youngest is seven. Well, that's fantastic. My youngest is 13. Yeah. He still won't eat anything growing. Nothing. Yeah, look, oh, mine, my two boys were always, is there meat in it? Is there meat in it? <laughs> yeah. So, so ungrateful, right? Eh? I told him I convinced him pea and ham soup. Well, technically it has ham. I mean, I don't know what part of the factory the ham came from. It certainly wasn't off an animal, but it was still meat, right? So, well, um, you know, it's like that classic. It's like that classic commercial. I can't think of which one it is, but you know, when the the father says to the kid, "I made your ham and cheese sandwich," and the kid goes. Well, I don't want that. Mum always makes me cheese and ham the other way. Around. Yes. Yeah, and then he takes it away. He takes it away from the kid and pretends to remake it and brings it back. Mate, there wouldn't have been any of that in my day. It would have been like, have your bloody sandwich. And I'll give you ham and cheese. I think I, think I remember uh, back in the old school days, Dave, coming to school early in the morning and we'd get close to lunchtime and uh, I'd be purchasing your salami and cheese. And fantastic big roll that you, your mum had made. And, Did you make Aaron pay for, for your food? I think I'd be swapping you, swapping you for a ham and cheese, mate. I don't remember that. I reckon he's, make, I reckon he's making that up. I don't remember that. No, <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, I must have lunch. No wonder no, he's, got a, he's, he's got a palace there, Aaron. He bought, you, you bought the food off him. It's been saving right. since. I'm paying I'm for the sure. renovations. I don't know about paying for it, but that happened at our primary school. There was a lot of trading, and we had kids who had the good biscuits, like the assorted creams, who would trade up to the just your normal assorteds. Yeah. Who didn't want the the sort of creams? They'd go to the, the your low life, like Salada sort of action or whatever. Low life. Uh, can't oh, yeah. I think that's another. Uh, <laughs> can't that's another oh, episode. Yeah. I think the old the old favourite. Out our way, out our way, it was more just stealing. It was you, you grab what you could. <laughs> It was like lunch boxes were just all open. And you just grab what you could. That was it. But you boys know that you can't do that these days. I'm sure. Again, if you've got kids, probably even even if they're not that young, but can't swap lunches and bloody food anymore. God forbid. Oh, no. so, oh, yeah. if, you're, if you're good at it, you can, mate. It's like swapping cards and footy cards. If there's always a way. You just yeah, someone your else's lunch and just... fun, keep your cards close to your chest and don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> He'd have someone else's lunch and he drops out of the fucking tree five metres up. Big deal. It's probably because he fell out of the tree, not because of the food. 
But all, look, speaking of all film, because all because of that first kid that brought that sandwich, hey, with the peanut butter, yeah. that cost Idiot. us cost us all some trouble. Mate, I sent a Nutella sandwich with my kid one day to school a few years ago, and I got a bloody got a letter back from the teacher, a phone call from the principal, a letter from the prime. Jesus, give me a break, mate. Well, just sending a bit of lunch to school, Dave. Yeah. Up until about five years ago, I was actually I did a fair bit of work in primary and secondary schools, working as an integration aide, and I was amazed when you walked into a doesn't matter what school, whether it was public, private, secondary, or primary school, when you walked into the staff room, the number of photos up on the board of kids who had allergies. Now I'm not making light of it. When I went to primary school and even secondary but school, there might have been one. <laughs> It was like yeah. it was like the AFL Hall of Fame. There's that many photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back, back when I was back when we were at school, if you took a Nutella sandwich or something like that, the worst thing that happened to you is the teacher would look at it and go, "That actually looks like a shit sandwich. What is in that?" Yeah, that's right. It's Nutella or it's crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. What else do you want, teacher? Well, I think your mum needs to pick up her game. That was the exact quote and comment one of my teachers made back to me one day. I said that back to mum. Mum stormed up to the office the next day and gave him an actual shit sandwich. We had a dog and she put it between two pieces of bread, <laughs> right there. put it in the glad wrap and said, there you go. Please leave my son alone and do not ever make comment about my uh, my uh, the way I provide for my son ever again. And she politely walked out. Good on her. No problems ever since after that. It was hilarious. This is been on in grade two. It was just, I loved it. Bloody trial. Oh, I reckon that's fantastic by your mum. Look, we, I went to school with a lot of boys, even in primary school, who were Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would bring yeah. in their pastor. Good disclaimer. We had, teacher, we had a teacher who was an absolute Aussie, and she'd say, oh, you can't have that at school. Well, why not? It's still good food. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of speak, speaking of food, I've got a really quick funny story. Now, we had the dim sim debate last week. Yeah. Now, a very very funny story. Last night, I whilst uh, you know mum was mum's in in hospital, all the rest of it. My brother and I decided to have dinner together. My brother, as a, as a uh, as a favour, uh, ordered in the dinner for us at the fish and chip shop, and. Um, he asked for three fried dim sims. Now, if you think about how that's actually said, three fried dim sims, can someone logically or legitimately tell me, could you mistake that for 25 fried dim sims? Because when I got to the house about five minutes after the order had come through and they brought it home, he rang me up and he yeah. said, you haven't got your flake, they've stuffed yeah. it up, Instead, we've got 25 fried Jim Sims between the three of us because that was his wife as well. Uh, I couldn't believe I, I went. So I went around there and I said to him, now say to me exactly the way you said it to the fish and chip shop, uh, three fried Jim Sims. And he goes, and my brother goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, can I have three fried Jim Sims? Now, you're in a busy fish and chip shop. All of a sudden, I'm going... That sounds oh, like twenty-five fried dim sims. <laughs> so the and the giveaway, the giveaway for uh, the confusion was 
So the girl, the young girl that gave the the, <laughs> the frog Jim Sims to my brother, looked at him and literally said, "Are you mental ordering this many Jim Sims?" Oh, you think no. that would have been one of the questions, wouldn't it? Are you sure you want 25? Rod, that was well, a question, wasn't it, at the yeah. start of the order? Was, hang on, did you say 25, Jim Sims? That comes back to that it. question. That's a good question. Of the, the local fish and, chip sh that fish and chip shops that we frequent, that's the thing that I, I write down what I ask for and then I get them to, can you just read it back to when I tick off to clarify? Glenn, it's not so much what you write, it's your eloquism. And how you eloquently suggest eloquism. what you want Elo over Hang on, the did you say eloquism? Uh, eloquism. Is that a word? word? I like it, though. I'm no. going to use it. <laughs> now, shut your face. The, the, the irony of all this is all 25 are fried. So we didn't even have a steam dim sim. So I felt very high. In fact, I felt highly unbalanced last night by the end of it all. And I felt Don't tell me you seriously ate 25 fried dim sims, even between the two of you. How many do you eat? We got we got through them. How many do you eat? <laughs> you can't waste hey? it, Dave. How many do you eat? Do, do you want to go with double figures? I went fifteen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love him. Oh. I dead set love him. You are a machine. I love well, him. I reckon. The theory was the theory was that his wife had already ordered a couple of potato cakes with it. He already had a flight. I didn't get my flight because I stuffed up the order. So I decided, well, I'm going to get my fill. I'll have 15 fried dim sims instead. How'd you pull up today, Lovey? How'd you pull up? Yeah. Very average. <laughs> yeah. When did you pull up shit? Next morning? <laughs> what about 2 o'clock that, that morning? Uh, look, there's been, there's been, and I, look, bring put up your disclaimer again, Aaron. There's, there's been a couple of, um, <laughs> Episodes today, so yeah, carry on. Oh dear, no, that's no good at all. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, there, uh, lovey, quick shout out to Chinwa, our our major sponsor for the last week, uh, in relation to the Dim Sim, the Dim Sim yep. edition. Um, had a couple of emails requesting uh, where 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 do they get the best Dim Sim? So we we'll have to uh, we we'll have to put those links out on the on the end of this yep. show. So, um. That was good. So, just, interesting so just, enough, we've spent yep. 35 minutes talking about everything but the point of the show tonight. So, uh, Dave, just give us a quick uh, Dave, just give us a quick update, mate, um, on the latest with the Carbonara. Yeah, Carbonara. I'm down, I've reduced it all. I've reduced it. I've um, yeah. I've actually I've gone a little bit rogue, a little bit um, a little bit uh, yuppie. And I, I put <laughs> no. I popped in. Um, I popped in some spinach and rocket. And I've just I'm melting through some wow. palms, and then I'll add that I'll add the pasta water a little bit later, which will just bring a little bit of moisture back to the situation. But there you put go. green shit yeah. in it. Hey, you put green stuff in that? Yeah, I did. I, I don't mind a little bit. Well, you know, you get, you get the veggies into the kids. I don't taste it amongst all the other bloody goodness. So, so mate, sneaking. what time can we expect it for the DoorDash? No, I'm what? not. I'm not having it now. No, Lovey won't add it, but as an eye pretty close, mate. Can I, just... oh, I think, uh, Lovey, you very much uh, are ticking all the right boxes with my old, my dad if you ever get to meet him, mate. He's not a big fan of the old greens. Um, <laughs> not really on his agenda. Uh, shout out to I don't think you'd be a fan of knocking back 15 dimmies in a row, fried dimmies in a row either, mate. That's, that's well, a... Hey, mate. I can, I can eat. A, 
Might be a reason he had a quadruple bypass, mate. I don't think it was the old Dim Sims that, that shut him down. <laughs> so, welcome back, Baz. Uh, he's back with a with a. He's ready to go with some more Dim Sims, I think. So, um, oh, we'll I'll have a sit in with him. He is I'll a bit a of a big London him. fan, I think, back in the day. So, um, he might have to I'll join I'll the crew. It, I'll sit at a Christmas. distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, boys. Let's kick it off. Um, is there any chance? This man's not going to win it tonight. Yes. Yep. Hundred percent. Right. Let's let's start there. Um, yeah. Maybe we start uh, back through the bottom of the queue. Um, and is there anyone, anyone down at Adelaide, Adelaide Land, that can no, that can next. poll anywhere near enough votes? No. Rory Lead will get, get the twenty plus. So that's about it. Right, you're going to get a twenty. to get twenty votes. Chris Glenn, yep, he will. He's been their best player by mile. Okay, yep. Honourable mentions to uh, Ben Keys yeah. and Paul Seedsman. Um, Seedsman's definitely coming up. He's, he'll definitely snag a few votes. So yeah, that's Adelaide. Is he hasn't? He's got the parade connection. That's right. Uh, the cousin. Uh, sorry, the nephew. Sorry of, uh, of the great Terry Keys. Yeah. Um, and big Terry. Used to be our old cleaner at Parade. He was a beauty. Uh, he was an absolute legend. Left footy against Terry. An absolute legend. Big Tez down at the Tigers. He was uh, yeah. for a little period there. And boy, can he hit a cricket and cricket ball and bowl a mean bouncer uh, back in the day. So, what about Brisbane? The Brisbane Lions boys. Um, they've just had their medal. Um, Orko won it again. He is the great Dane Zorko. But he, he's he, he's a thief of a footballer. So anyway, um, <laughs> good, to, he, good to see you giving I, him a chance. He said to no. say, "Get out of you too, lovey." I reckon yeah. they'll have about I reckon they'll have about five players between ten and fifteen votes. Yeah, I think they're well spread. You're right. I think that there's no one that's an absolute standout there this year. For, for I think Dorkin will, will, will get most of their votes. I think. Yeah, Cameron will get a few. Right, don't write Daniel off Jared Rich will Lyons. Get a, even Daniel Rich will get a few too. Yeah. Jared Lyons is going to be up there too. He's uh, $1.40 yeah. uh, wow. for, for, for their most team oh, most team right. votes. So he's uh, very short. Um, all right, let's kick through to Carlton. Um, Laughing stock. We're, we're, scraping, <laughs> we're scraping a bit of the barrel at the moment, but this, there might be a bit of a smoky here. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Harry, Harry McCoy. No, I'll sure. tell you what. Yeah, I, I like Andrew Walsh. I, I, I think he's at the wrong club, unfortunately. Um, I, I Sam Walsh, maybe. He, he'll Sam get, Walsh. He'll get the twenty. He'll get oh, whatever. He'll get to he'll get to twenty plus um, pretty easily, I think. Because whenever Carlton won games, he was always the man that was punching it over the line for him, getting him over the line. His last quarters, especially, always eye catching. So for me, it'd be I think Walsh and then Daylight. Yeah, he's a good kid, that's for sure. Um, he'd be he'd be welcomed at any club right now. Um, but I actually hope he wins it now that you've called his name wrong. And you know, luckily you're not calling out the votes tonight, Lovey. You'll be all well, good there. In other words, in other words, I'd actually probably fit in with the how they go about it every single year. Then, <laughs> yeah, that's right. S. Walsh, three votes. Righto. Let's go to the pies, boys. Let's go to the pies. Is anyone going to take any votes off anyone? They can bloody get stuff too. Crickets. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, think, I think there. maybe Maynard will get votes. 
Is it Braden Maynard? No. Oh, no, look, Grundy will get his guaranteed 10 to 15, I think, and that'll be it. Dugowie might get one or two here and there, but nothing yeah. I wouldn't have thought much, much beyond that. Yeah. Move I on. think um, Shit team. without reading form, I think Taylor Adams is the man there at Collingwood, if he's going to take any votes. Yeah. So let's see. Um, Dugowie, Darcy Moore and Brody Grundy, um, I think, are the next one. So let's go to the Bombers uh, next up the tree. Oh, I or think the tree we'll I'm have, putting we'll, together anyway. We'll have two. We'll have two standouts. Um, yeah. Parish and Merrick, Parish. clearly, and and I think for the first time in a long time, we'll have two two players from our team get twenty plus each, um, which would be fantastic. Uh, it, it just solidifies how good they've those two have been this year. And um, I, I think Jack String is our Jack String is our ace in the hole too. I think he will get. Probably three to four best on grounds, I think. Would you be he won't get votes first half of the year, though. That's the thing. No, no, he no, no. But I reckon he'll get. He'll probably end up with about twelve or fifteen votes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. I reckon so too. Yep. No surprises. Right. I don't think either of them can win it, but you know they're um they get, they'll be up there. Yep. yep. Top ten. Um, good good year for the bombers, given uh, where they kicked off and. Only it's only good things coming up from here, boys. So uh, be proud of your bombers. Oh, right, don't be patronising us. Mr. Look at that. Let me just say, let me just say, I'm actually, I was very relieved, very relieved when the when uh, the Bulldogs beat you guys because you're actually one team that I actually didn't want to play out of all the teams um, that were close, and and it's just because of that young. You, young team, you just don't know what they're going to bring, and they just needed to turn it on, which they did a couple of times during the year, and they looked like absolute flag favourites at one stage um, in a couple of games. So, yeah, it's that's what you get with young teams. We were there a few years ago, um, very much like that. It reminded me a lot of Melbourne from about two to three years ago. That's exactly what we got. So I honestly Righto. do believe good signs ahead, boys. All right, Frio. Let's go to Frio. Who? Who? Frio, exactly. They're still in the comp, mate. They haven't, um, they haven't, they haven't got rid of them yet. Was their best player now going to Carlton? Is that sign still delivered? He won't, he won't, oh. he won't be their best. He won't be their best Brownlow performer tonight, but he'll be top two in their BNF. But yeah. Ray Shaw for me by mile. Yeah, just a little him, one on them him, boys. Uh, Sorry, him at sidebar. Monday will get ten votes, maybe two. What What makes it so hard for them to keep their players? Nothing. It's a shit place to stay. Yeah, is that what is it? Is it is it as simple as that? Yeah, well, it's a long way to go, and it's a long way home. Yeah. Frio's, I mean, it's a nice place, but yeah, it's just way too far from. from it's a nice you know, place. It's for holiday. Well, we got the Bon Scott. We got the Bon Scott statue there, but apart from that, and and you know, that's the only thing going for it. It's just too yeah. far, mate. I think once you're there, I think once the novelty of getting drafted and, and playing in the AFL wears off, you know, it's like, hey, I think I want to go home. Now, cry me a Swan River. Move on. I think that will be interesting uh, to follow in the next couple of years, whether Brayshaw does stay or does he come and end up yeah. at a big club or yeah. what ha- What ends up happening? Does he have a uh, fairy tale he'll, he'll wish be, two brothers play together? Who knows? Yeah, I think the AFL be, be encouraging him to stay on. Yeah, I think so. yeah. Right on, Cat. 
We are Geelong. Let's go with the Cats. Um, Guthrie for mine. Yeah. I would have said Mitch Duncan, but he missed probably too much footy later on. Yeah. I missed heaps. Yeah. Um, Danger, Selwood. I actually reckon it could be, you could say the first offender scoring 20 votes in a year for a long, long time in Tom Stewart, actually. What he's had a cracking, cracking year, hasn't he? Really? Yep, gets a lot of gets a lot of accolades. So I think you're right, Bobby. I reckon Tommy Stewart will get the twenty. Who are ties right. from the Cats, by the way? Who cares, Stanley? Or did Stanley retire? No, Josh Jenkins. Possible. Higgins? Josh Jenkins is definitely retired. Um, I'd suggest Rowan's probably on the chopping block. Um, Reece Stanley can't be going around next year, I wouldn't have thought. So, how many can you delist? Oh, you could put out as many you as you want. Them all if you like, want to start again. <laughs> I'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you can recruit that many back though. They don't. You don't get a chance to actually get them these days. If they, uh, if you delist them or get rid of them, you don't just well, if, if they want to stay, one. They, yeah, if they want to stay up and about, of those 11, 30 plus year olds, probably seven still have to remain at least. I would have thought. Hmm. So I ask the question again, has the experience or the experiment, whatever you want to call it, Higgins, of the Higgins, uh, the bloke from Hawthorne, oh, what's his name? Isaac Smith. Isaac Smith, thank you. And Cameron. Cameron, due Cam- out because of injury. Isaac Cam- Smith, tick. tick. Higgins. See you, bam, bam. see you, buddy. Well, I can't see you later, Em. I can't see you later, Em. You've still got another year in his contract. He's just he one. I don't, I don't want to him out, but he's got to be one of the softest players I've ever seen play the game. Sorry, but oh, so no Brownlow, no Brownlow votes for Higgins tonight. Well, for, maybe, he, said, he said sorry. Put the disclaimer up. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, maybe for acting. Quick, quick, shout out to, quick shout out to Sean. Um, I think we're going to have to cancel that show next week uh, to bring you on, mate. Um, <laughs> all good. Let's uh, let's move on to the Gold Coast. Let's Hang on, on, sorry, Dave. You, you, your carbon took, is burning, mate. <laughs> you know what? Took Miller. Took Miller is a legitimate smoky for this tonight. Um, yeah, absolutely. The only, thing that hold, the only thing that holds him back is he gets twos and not threes because Gold Coast don't win games. Hmm. But he's an absolute Monty to be their leading vote getter, and I, I'd be shocked if he wasn't twenty-five plus. If you've got eighteen twos, yeah. though, that's thirty-six. That'll win it. He, he, he's been by far and away their best footballer by mile. Because I agree, Levy. I think he's that player. Like, if they get beaten by seven goals or six goals in the game Will of footy, call me? he's that bloke who gets two or one vote. He's the... Call the me? What's that? Liver. You just call me Liver or Liver. Lovey, I said. Your speech went very, very south. Anyway. Might be his internet. Call. Goodbye. Apologies. I, I think Took Miller will not that I'm a Gary Lyon fan, but I think he spooks Miller. I think he is a gun. Across Gary Lyon. I'm not saying he's Gary Ablett Jr., but he will get the votes that Gary Ablett Jr. used to get, but not the threes, as you said, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Let's move on to the, the GWS Giants. Um, who's going to take some votes here, boys? Josh Kelly. Oh, he, the kicker. man. The kicker. Yeah, the little grubber. Yeah, the, 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 the umpire um, pusher. The umpire. He's done a few things this year. I think he's he's still, he'll still be their best. 
Little Grub will get 15. Cody Is Bay he coming won. on the show next week as well? Sorry. And Cody <laughs> Bay won. Cody, Cody Bay won that gets to the top of the tree and can't win it. He'll, be one of those. He's coming to your place, mate. He wanted to catch up for a dim sim. I think old mate will talk pretty well. I can't think of his name off the halfback flank there. He's always got the ball and like dictating play for the for GWS. What's his name off the Big halfback? Bill? Yeah, he's a, he's a bloody beauty, isn't he? Yeah, I think they've It'll got plenty him. of players. That's their they're issue. Gonna have a lot of, plenty of they're going to have a lot of players probably in double figures, but no one outstanding, I reckon. No. Yep. Um, right over the Hawks. No one cares. It's got to, it's um, got to be this man, doesn't it? He's got to be their best. It's got to be Tommy. Again, look, he's a smoky for it, but I don't think he's going to be in enough wins. Hard to do it yeah, in that, think, um, every side. Brownlow predictors got him at 23 votes, so that could be interesting. Yeah. He, he's going to be fairly up the tree, that's for sure. Um, all right, let's go to my demon. 23 won't be enough. Is it going to be for your demons as like it was yep. for Dave, Lovey, and my Bombers in 93. Cool. Burnley medal and a premiership. Oh, what a year. Well, my concern is vote stealers um, that, that have always cost us uh, when we have a couple, when we're having a good season and we have a couple of players that get 15 to 18 each. Um, I think, well, look, it's all of us, to me, it's all of us to lose like it is the Demons Premiership to lose right now. Um, he, I think Oliver's done enough. Uh, it's one of those ones, though, that there's so much expected of him now that he's expected to get 30-plus every game, and, and it doesn't really bat an eyelid anymore. The question is, once again, it's a midfielder's award, sadly. Um, so he sits right in that spot. Uh, the question is, um, best and fairest is what I raised the, the title as, and is it as such anymore? And obviously he fits that bill. What's your thoughts, boys, on on who can who can do it at the Demons? I think um, I think Oliver. Look, when you talk about vote stealing and and p- teammates pinching votes off each other at the Brownlow, um, it's really crap when your favourite gets none of the votes at all and someone else pinches it. But if I, I, I honestly think Oliver could be involved in as many. I mean, how many wins for the year? Is it eighteen wins? Nineteen wins for the home and away season? He, he'll yep. vote in at least seventeen of those alone. Yeah. So, if you yeah, it doesn't, you, just, you don't need to be best on. If you just no. consistently keep getting votes throughout the night, I think that'll yep. that'll help immensely. Yep. Well, the Brownlow predictors got him at thirty-four votes, so that'll be uh, that, that should be win. enough to get it done. But it's going to be tight, uh, and the next best at Melbourne, Petrarca on twenty-five. So maybe not as much vote stealing as as I uh, indicated, and Max Gorn only at thirteen. So, um, it's going to be an interesting one, that's for sure. Well, the other, the other, the other guys that'll do it right for you too, I think. And it's it's funny, it's defenders. It's not a defenders medal, but um, Stevie May, Stevie May will pick up a few votes too. Lever, Lever, yeah, no, no, I, no, not as much. Even umpires know you can play loose. It's fine, but if you're beating the forward week in week out, they consider that a little bit more these days, from what I know. So, but do you think um, May plays a bit loose, Lovey though? As no. well at times? No, he just reads the play a bit as good as anyone I've seen since probably Sean Norman. Yeah, yeah, I've watched I've watched a bit of Lever back recently, and he's always actually on his man, but he makes the decision real early to go off him. Uh, and that's when he does cut it. So he's just quick, and he gets to that right spot. 
and as you know you can you can be quick or you can move to the right position quickly and if he yeah. he just knows where to be and gets there quickly he just chips them off um yeah. obviously uh you got one of those over at port as well um with a lira lear doing the same thing at the moment so he's learning from uh from a couple of the best, that's for sure. So let's go to North. Is anyone going to poll a vote at North Melbourne? Next. It's a worry, isn't it? Look, Zerha... Maybe Cunnington maybe earlier from the season, but apart from that, no, nah, nothing. And Zerha might get a one or two best on grounds, but he doesn't do it often enough, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm know, not saying that as a knock, that's just an observation. You know who will probably poll the most votes just because of pure stats? It's evil. So when the umpires look at all the stats, they say, "Oh shit, he's picked up thirty odd, even in a losing team." Oh, we'll give we'll give him a vote. Um, yeah. He might get a lot of that stuff tonight. Yeah. Once again, Brownlow predictors got Cunnington at twelve, um, and Jai Simkin at ten, and then it's daylight after that with a couple of guys at three. So there's not going to be too many votes. Yeah. They might pick up twenty five. I reckon they saw, they get under thirty as an entire team. What do you reckon? Oliver this, will outvote the whole average. of North Melbourne. Yeah. If they yeah, get, the they get more than thirty votes, I will. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. No, you've started it. Finish it, Dave. No, nothing. I'm just taking the piss, cuz. Come on, mate. You got to know when to. You got to know when to hold action. Well played, Dave. It's that song. It's that song from Kenny Rogers, Glenn. Just, exactly. just. We just exactly. got to apply it a bit more. Exactly right. That's one thing. Uh, that's one Island, thing. Island's in the stream, or which one? You sang a few songs, mate. Coward of the County. Yeah, well, probably that one too. Probably that one too. Uh, right, Port Adelaide. Well, Oliver Wines, three votes. I now declare Oliver Wines the winner of the 2020 Brownlow Medal. No, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I, I don't think he'll win it. I'm not convinced. I don't think you'll get it. When Travis Boak alone will take a few votes off him. Yeah, I think talk about vote stealing before. That is one club that will steal votes off each other, and Travis Boak will get more votes than Ollie Wines. Sorry, as I'm just watching the cook. I'm just watching the cook in the top corner. It's interesting viewing. Dave's burning the water. (laughs) Dave's burning the water. (laughs) Hey, go there, Dave. I'm looking for the strainer, mate. That's all right. Look, look, um, I, I, I like work. the ones we're, we're with a chance, but I, I tend to agree with you. Like they are perennial vote stealers for many years, and I think, as I think you might have touched on, love you, it might have been you as a Lee will get votes. He will get a lot of votes to the way he plays. Yeah. He's very well. Well, let's see. Let's obvious see, in the way he, he plays. But you just gave Lever nothing. Yeah, Lee, 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 No. Lovey gave him no, that's nothing. Right. No, I know Lovey. I know Lovey gave him nothing. But you're we. I'm I think a defender. We've worked it out. I rate defenders. I'm Lovey's not the one putting a lira lira. I'm not the one putting a lira lira. But I don't no, think a lira lira get five votes for the whole year. Up, a, I'm not saying you're going to win it, but he will get a lot of votes because of the way he plays. Did Dave turn his camera off then because he blew it up, or what, what's what's the go? <laughs> He's overheated the kitchen. Living safe, Dave. Family just rolled back, so I popped, I popped it on mute. Hang on. We've got a, we've got a visitor. We've got the fire Hello. blanket out. Hello. That's Who have we got? Benji. Hello. We're talking, we're talking, a good star. Cook. We're talking footy. We're talking footy. Oh, 
Even the wife's here. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Hang on. Shaz is here. No. Shaz is here. Hey, they're all here. No, Shaz. I'm qualified to be in this conversation. No, you're not. No, no you are. You're, uh, excuse you, you excuse me, Shaz, before you go. Beautifully for that. On ad. a scale of one to ten, how good is carbonara? It's probably like an eight and a half, I would say. Ooh. Oh, bacon, bacon, just, yeah. If it wasn't for the bacon, it would be like a ten. Well, we believe uh, he's, uh, he's changed the ingredients slightly tonight, so anything could happen. Yeah, if you could just head wobble then, was that a bit of a? He shunted, he shunted the sherry into the into the uh, carbonara. Yet you a fan of the sherry being in there? Controversial, okay. Well, I'll let you know. And the greens Please are do. in too. The greens are in. Please he's do. put green stuff in there. That's dumb. Hello, boys. Enough of this. Hey, Dave. Just pass on the shaz. What a fantastic effort. Because she's the only partner with my, to have made her way onto the podcast. I'm sorry about that. That was a bit. No, don't be sorry. No, we're all about equality. And oh, what's going on here? Is this oh, just a blue we we dark tunnel? Hang on, where are we going now? We're going through the garbage. Just go. on this, what what really scares me, and we better put the disclaimer up that Dave's about to burn his kitchen down because he's left <laughs> he's left a carbonara on the stove, boys. So uh, just be wary. Let's let's set the timer, Dave. I've come out of the kitchen. It's going to all turn to crap in a sec. Righto. So where do we get to? We oh, got worry. to port. Righto, we're on the. We're, we got past port. We we declared them. No, we declared. No you chance. declared a winner there, Cuz. That's for sure. No, you I declared Holly Wines. No, you did. You declared it. What did I say? Repeat. Holly Wines. Holly Wines. I declared a 2021 AFL Toyota Bloody Brownload Season Medalist. Holly Wines is what you said, cuz. Correct. Okay, you're I'm a flog, Glenn. That's my opinion. You're a Glenn. Shut up. I'm a Glenn. Yo, I'm a Glenn. Thank you very much for starting the obvious. <laughs> Go and eat your 25 fried dim sims, you bloody Neanderthal. Right, have a rest, cuz. Have a rest. Right, <laughs> next. Who's next? Let's get into the Tigers. Uh, and there's no bigger There's no bigger Tiger man than this man, Eddie Zamet. Can't stay. He's just got a quick hello. No Tigers for him. Clayton Oliver for him as well. So he's he's cool. super pumped. Um, yeah, and cool. we've got a little bit of gold to deliver, um, which I'm going to deliver on the next show uh, that Eddie Zamet's um, helped me with. You can you can so probably Richmond. put two and two together. So no, not for Richmond. Um, but Eddie Zamet's been behind a few a few good. Good messages over the years that have uh, put his team in the right track. So let's just leave it at that for now. Righto, let's go with the Tigers. Um, it's probably, uh, I reckon it's going to be a bit of a mixed bag. There's going to be a lot of players with about seven or eight yeah. or nine votes out of the Tigers. It's fantastic. Um, Great. Yeah. I think I think Dusty will probably still be their highest vote getter, but I don't see any of them being above 12. Yeah, I think you're right. You've called yeah. it you're uh, right. spot on, I reckon. Dusty has been predicted for 12. Rewell for seven, Cochin and Shay Shy Bolton, Shay Bolton are for six each. So it's going to be a lot, a lot around that six or seven um, vote mark, I think. So let's move on from the Tigers. Interesting enough, we're not talking about the Tigers at all this year. After all the power they've had in the last few years, um, it's Fantastic. a good changing of the guard. Be interesting to see how quick they can bounce back, won't it? I think they'll bounce back next year. That's my view. Yep, mm. just get a pre I know, as much as we don't want to admit I think they might. <laughs> yeah, they're coming. Don't worry, they're going to be hungrier than ever um, after not being there this year, and they had a good taste for it in the last few years. So, 
Righto, let's move on to another potential smoky from St Kilda. Who am I talking about, Cuz? Yeah, Jack Steele. The Man of Steel. You're correct. Dead correct. Thanks, Glenn. How do we go? Um, I love when we call ourselves by a proper name. It's very nice. It's almost formal. <laughs> I think um, this, this, this would be a boy that would get the 30. Uh, he won't have anyone taking votes off him. He's top three for me tonight for sure. I just don't reckon he's going to get enough. Again, it all gets back to like wins on the board. And I reckon he might have a lot of 30-plus games, but he's getting the two votes because his team didn't get over the line. Or they were, they were absolutely horrific in the first six, seven games this year. So he'll, he'll come home like a freight train, but it might be a bit late. And let's be honest, boys, that makes a difference, doesn't it? Exactly what you said before, that you've got to get your team over the line. There's very rarely do, if you don't win, does that three votes go to that player. Um, that's why, that's why pluggers standout. win. That's why pluggers win back in 87. It was unbelievable. He was, a, he was a full forward. And yep. B, his team won, I think, four games that year. So, you know, that's why his Brownlow medal is just so, so, so special when he, when he won it. Do you, do you think... And I know we're trying to get through all the teams. It's just a quick question. Do you think we'll have an individual winner tonight? Or there'll be a tie or a three-way? What What are the thoughts on that? Ooh, let's go to that when we get the final tip yeah. uh, in a second. But a good thought. Definitely a good mm. thought. Um, that's for sure. Uh, the Swans. Right about. What about the Swannies, boys? I know you touched Luke on Luke Parker. Luke Parker will get the It's been a long time since, yeah. since the Swannies won one. Luke Parker for mine. Luke Parker. Yep, yep. Callum Mills is up there for sure. Um, I think he'll poll. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a he's a jib footballer too. So what about what about Heaney? No. Yeah, he was injured half a year. Heaney, Heaney doesn't poll any more than fifteen. Um, no, no, he, he t- sadly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I reckon you've got a couple that uh, Lance Franklin will take ten or twelve, maybe. Um, yep. So yeah, it's no. going to be an interesting. Just wait. You just wait. Let's let's see the numbers. I think he uh, he just does it. They should put his they should put his head on a charity bin. We get full <laughs> seriously. G'day, Lance. You, well, you, you Lance, and Sean yeah. Higgins are both coming on next week, mate. Looking forward to the show. Yeah. Lovey wants to catch There's up. There's another both. one. Another one crossed crossed off the list. <laughs> Thanks, Lance. Uh, Can't do the podcast. So yeah. why can't you come on, buddy? Well, that guy love McLovin. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure McLovin's not on. Uh, all right. What about the coasters? West Coast. Are they any chance? And this great man, just, just Nat Nui, took yeah. the best and fairest. It'll be him. He'll be on 20-odd votes for the year. He had a really good year. Yeah. But do you reckon, you know those beer drinking contests each, each year that you do at the Brownlow and everyone at home, if X happens and you've got to have this, how do you reckon the West Coast Eagles actually go about that with their shenanigans over the years? <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but you got to forget the past. I noticed, you got to forget the past. So I noticed. Remember? Yeah, I know. But That's I noticed plans. they use glass tables. They have glass tables at their presentations and functions. So good to see really that Ben Cousins is back to the Brownlow tonight. Well, there's your there, there's your barometer. So I think they could they could go off their heads tonight. It's great. I actually meant that seriously too. That wasn't meant to be a smart ass. I think it's good to see that he's come back. Yep. I'm not questioning what he's done in the past. We all make mistakes. At some time, he's a former 
Brownland medalist and he needs to be recognised for that. Yep, there yep. is an article in today's paper. There is an article in today's paper about Ben Cousins and it's an interesting read actually, boys. So uh, let's hope that he's on the on the straight and, and narrow this time and can, can stay stay involved and stay involved um, with some young in footy and not steer him on the wrong Agreed. track. But uh, back 2005 seemed like forever ago. But uh, geez, he was a good player back in the day. Uh, that's for sure. Now, um, now, speaking of people that deserve to be at the Brownlow function, before we get to right our up. final tip, I'm going to put up a sign, and if anyone deserves to be at the Brownlow function, it's this man. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, Alan. I, I, there's not going to be too many arguments from uh, the boys. Can on you this, put up the whole sign, sign, Alan? We can't see the bottom line. Just lift it up a bit long. That's it. Yep. Uh, I totally agree with you there, mate, and uh, this will reinforce it, mate. Um, this boy needs it back. That's for yep. sure. So. Yep. There is uh, no legitimate. Re- there is no legitimate reason why that Brownlow was taken off, and there was no evidence to suggest as much. And as for the two little pricks that have taken the Brownlow off him, at least Trent Cochin had the plums to call him and ask if he was okay about it. Sam Mitchell, grub, filthy little uh, player. As far as I'm concerned, the way he's also dished Alistair Clarkson along with Jeff Kennett goes to the character of that man. So you know. They have well, look got, what Sam Mitchell did the year after. We, they have year got after. two Brownlow medalists. They've got two Brownlow medalists from that year. A, didn't didn't win it on merit. And B, are walking around pretending they are actually Brownlow medalists. It's a farce. It's pathetic. Get Joe back in there, give him his medal, and be done with it. The, the worst thing about Lovey, and I know, like you, passionate bomber supporter, I'm not a fan of Trent Cotchin, but... I respect Trent Cotchin for what he did, but the other bloke he spoke about, Mitchell, what a low life. One, he never spoke to, didn't have the balls to speak to Job at any stage. And two, you saw how he behaved in that game the year after when he was given the Brownlow medal, doing that crap. That's maturity, isn't it, mate? And now you're the, you're the head of, to quote a friend, a good mate of mine and yours, Johnny Blairs, you're the coach of the shit, in piss club, mate, and they're in a shit and piss position because you're their coach. Good luck, Hawkers. Get amongst it. Oh, here's a bit of passion for next year, that's for sure. Uh, um, karma comes uh, back it, eventually. It, no, seriously, seriously, when you've got sicker fans like him floating around the football club, yep. they will they will then wonder why in five years' time they are still floating around in that bottom half of the ladder as they deserve to be. Me, Absolute, me, 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 me. Real... Just real pathetic little man. That's all he is. Yeah, we uh, we won't all we won't all be disheartened, um, and we'll, we'll all enjoy and embrace uh, the Hawks staying down for a little bit longer yet. That's for sure. And then I love um, it. As I said, the disclaimer come up. Yeah, correct, correct. Um, all right, let's go to the Bulldogs. Let's go to the Bulldogs and their main man. Oh, do you not have a team to go yet? Okay, this <laughs> The Bond. How many votes, boys? Um, Give us a number. Give us a number. Yeah. If I if I I reckon I might upset a few Bulldog supporters on this. Jackson I mean, McRae. I actually think Bond I actually think Bond and Pelly won't be their top vote getter. Jackson McRae. I reckon oh. who? Jackson yeah, McRae. Jack McRae. I actually Ooh, think look, Bond might statement. be the top Okay, so Bond may be the top vote getter. But I, I don't reckon he gets past twenty five votes. 
he put that in reverse. I don't, very well, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think he gets. I don't think he gets past twenty five votes, and neither does McRae, and neither does Libba, and neither does Hunter. You get my point here. They will be the yeah. highest voting club. But yeah. They will all be taking their threes and their twos. Whereas, and I said before, if you're consistently getting votes, that's cool. But they've got about five legitimate high-scoring vote getters here. They've only got three spots per round, mm-hmm. and let's not forget their last three weeks were pretty poor. Um, so I, I, I would not be shocked if Jack McRae was their highest vote getter. In fact, you know what? I'm sticking to it. Jack McRae really? will do more than I, Bond. But, and the reason I say that and agree with you, Lovey, I think the Jack McRae thing is a bit like. Tom Mitchell when he won it at Hawthorne. Jack McRae is an accumulator of the footy, but he's also a good user of the footy too. He's a great yeah. user of the footy. A really good user. So if he gets it 40 I, 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 times, he'll actually use it well 38, 39 times. Yeah. But Liberal get 20 votes. Yeah. And you're trying to tell me that Bailey Smith isn't going to less is going to go that less than 15? He'll get more than 15 votes. Bailey Smith. The other yeah, bloke too, enough, it was a the, final. Uh, Cody Waitman would have got four, three best on ground votes for that final the other week. I know it doesn't count towards the brown low, but he won't get four free kicks in the grand final in 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure. Where the hell did that come bitter. from? We're talking about. We're talking about. We're not, at the grand final. The we're not in the grand final yet. No, I'm Bloody just saying, though, because I hope Cody Waitman doesn't think he's going to get four free kicks on grand final day. Oh, Glenn. It is Alan. I feel your pain, Glennie. I feel your pain. Did I show your there. text messages that you sent me that day? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go. And I left it. And I You've left it there. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Give me give I the left boy it a right chance. There. Give him a fresh start now. They brought him back in by the look of it. Um, well, it hasn't been announced yet, but let's see if he is back in. If it pleases, if it pleases you, Glennie, you'll probably kick five and they lose. Oh, look, I don't, I don't, I don't know Cody Whiteman. I don't dislike Cody Whiteman. <laughs> Pretty sure he's not going He got <laughs> he got a pretty good run. Get the disclaimer up as get, get it up. up. Get it up. Let it go. Get it up. Get it up. We're, get it we're go. running out of we're running out of guests. Right, running out of time. Yeah. Round the room. Yeah. Who wins it? One name each. Clayton Oliver for me. Oliver for me. Oliver for me too. Yep. Oliver for me. Yeah, I think it. As much as I'm bowing to peer pressure a little bit, I think it might be like 293 for the Bombers. Oliver wins the Brownlow and the Demons win the flag. Right, I will give us your – that was a pretty clean sweep of Oliver. Give us your second then, second and thirds. Lovey, kick us off. Jack Steele. And third? Jack McRae. Right, that'll be, that'll be an interesting one. Cuz, I'll go, go you. Oliver, McRae, Wines. Right, Oliver, Dave. Oliver, Wines, McRae. Hang on for a second <laughs> there. Know. For a second there, I thought you were saying there was two Oliver players. I'm thinking, who's <laughs> the second <laughs> Oliver? Yeah. Oliver and Oliver. Yeah, it's I'm looking forward to Andrew Walsh in a few months tonight too. For Lovey from Carlton, that'll be good. Sorry? <laughs> oh, hang on. Andrew Walsh from Carlton getting a few votes. Yeah. You've got a short memory, that was Alan. Funny for, that was funny 45 minutes ago, idiot. Not funny, What's yours, Aaron? 
I'm going to go with Petrarca second. How's that for an upset? Ooh, I don't think it's. Petrarca. I don't know if it's been done. A one-two. A one-two. Who knows? It has yeah. been. It has been before been. one year. Why? I remember it has been. Wouldn't that I think be it's nice? been done once before. They yeah, both won two and Bont and Pally for third just to uh, bring I think in it was. The, I actually think it was. So the, the one two, I think it was West Coast when Benny Cousins won it. And Daniel Kerr, I think, I think finished second that year. Yeah, right. And yeah, the other quick one, because I think that's on tonight as well. And it's hard to think of them off the top of our heads because who wins the goal of the year and the mark of the year? Eddie Betts, goal of the year. Okay. Eddie Betts a good yeah, goal of year. Who are the contenders? Everyone's got the mark. Which, everyone's got the whole the best mark. Thing. Hawthorne, oh, Jack Revolt won mark. Oh. No, Jack, Jack, Jack Revolt has, has to get it. Has to. The one you, running you got, back. You got a, yep. you got a, yeah, you've got a pack coming at you and you still go. Yep. Um, absolutely. Every day of the week. There's, some, there's, something, about, there's something about that blind courage uh, that kind of trumps height and... Wow, you know what I mean? It's, you'd look it at should, those. It sh- yeah, it should get more kudos because the game over the years has diminished the potential and the opportunity to show that blind courage on a more regular basis in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I agree. I think it's Rewalt and I think it's uh, Eddie Betts for the goal. Yeah. Righto, Dave. We better let you go, mate. We can't be burning that carbonara. Uh, <laughs> uh, mate, it tastes good, mate. Right, mate. Enjoy, enjoy David. the week. Boys, good to chat to you. Good to chat to you as always. Thanks for having me, and I look forward to seeing you again on the screen. Go, uh, go, Go D. Done, mate. You're a legend. See you, boys. See you, lads. Righto, boys. Let's finish with this. This great (laughs) back. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've jumped on. back a few years there. Get on. Get on. Get on. Go, Demons. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm within 5Ks of you at the moment, aren't I? I might pop around tomorrow and get some paraphernalia off you. Get some teeth. <laughs> yeah, this one. Hey? yeah. We've got a few no, here. I'll, I'll, I'll get a few things off you, mate, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll spread the message. Come in. No worries. How much we, longer? Uh, I'm just being asked, how much longer is the podcast going for, gentlemen, from Jack? We're pretty much done. We're done. We're for another hour, mate. What are you talking about? Who's your brain light tip? Lucas said to pass on his Jack Steele and Jack's Ollie Wines. Righto. Um, Tell them they both have no idea. <clears throat> one of the greatest Brownlow nights of uh, of my memory, mate, was this one um, with the great Jim Steins. Yeah, uh, I know yeah that was good. Sitting up did there watching read, on. Did you read that article yesterday, As yep. Fantastic article on the really great Jimmer, for sure. And really uh, what a... What, what an icon of our game, what an icon of this life. What a just one of the truly great gentlemen. Yep, sure was. Uh, hey, quick one. Th- what are your thoughts on th- sorry, Lovey? What are your thoughts on who's given the Premiership Cup? Happy with both of them? No. Not Fucking not happy with this bloke. Mate, he mate, his his backstabbing and back back at back office crap between two thousand and nine and two thousand and fourteen. Nearly killed your club. Don't forget that. He he's, uh, he has been he has been the architect of some very very dark days at that footy club. So I'm I was disappointed that Gary Lyon was actually nominated. Is Gary Lyon coming on our podcast next week? <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Right, 
Okay. Uh, Along with Buddy, I think, <laughs> we I think we'll cover that one off. We'll cover that one on, off on the next show because I actually support you on that one, uh, yep. Lovey. So um, I don't haven't forgotten those days. That's for sure. Um, and sadly, this badge has still made it, but it's a young guy. <laughs> that was that was back in the back in the good old days. And um, he was that was that in his Oz kick days on Channel Seven? Yeah, I think uh, with Spud. Yep. Yeah. Three, three members of my family who are like you as passionate Melbourne supporters, they're the same about Gary Lyon. No, I've never met Gary Lyon, but they, they very good football, very good football. But as you said, Lovey, conniving and backstabbing was the words that they described how he, some of the yeah. things he did to that club when they weren't going well for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, right. So, in terms of the other, in terms of the other Premiership Cup. Presenter, Chris Grant, hundred percent support. Yeah, great, great one, yep. great man. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, that. That is a definitely good appointment, and uh, I'm going to put a shout out to any shout out to any um, demon fans of mine, uh, mates of mine, and also doggies, mates of mine, or yours. Uh, I'm going to come on the show during the week. We're going to have a show during the week. Um, be great to do a shout out or a. Quick comment from any of them and a good mate of mine, Jason Innes, who's put together myheartbeatstrue.com, which is a, a go-to oh, website now that uh, he's he's actually listed all social medias and all sorts of things, and, and it's a one-stop shop for all demon news, mate. So well done, Jason. Uh, I'm sure plenty of people are going to support that. So look forward to it, boys. Um, I think we're going to do a show during the week. Yep. Are we thinking sort of later towards maybe Thursday night after teams have been selected? Has that, does that sit with everybody? Well, I think you're uh, you're deciding it for us, Cuz. Only when you're available, mate. You know, we know you're a busy man. And when you're not sleeping. <laughs> do we have Thank to do a four o'clock start? Kind words yet again. We have to do a four o'clock start and ease into the day after your nap. What do we do, Cuz? What time? Give us a time as well. Tell the viewers. <laughs> I think we do maybe a five o'clock Thursday night. Right, some people are still working, but anyway. Oh, all right, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm still actually online doing my job. Okay, I apologise then. So thank you for the feedback. Let's know then from both of you. Let's go yep. to seven o'clock Thursday night then. I'm doing my ironing then. No, well, that'll be that'll be good you for work, me, Mr. Cusack, and I know where you work, Mr. Love. So speak to your bosses. I know where they both are. So that'll be good. Seven o'clock Thursday right. night. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock right. sounds good. So seven o'clock Thursday night. Look forward to And I'll the... have a little update for you both on our other little discussion about the pickled onions. All right, look I've forward to that. Three, I've noticed three times tonight he's mentioned pickled onions, but there's been a pause before. It's like his brain just I fades think out before he actually says pickled onions. onions. But it's actually pickled <laughs> onions. I need to get it right. Well, he's used to, he's, uh, back in the good old days, the old braised, braised steak and onions that used to go in the old jaffles, mate. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Um, another one, uh, another one my old man used to love, that's for sure. Braised uh, steak. Oh, yeah. What does actually, was, can um, someone please explain again, what does braised mean? Well, I think braised oh, mean oh, it was oh, left whatever. left on the grill, I think. Um, <laughs> it wasn't too, it wasn't too much steak. I think it was steak, steak seasoning. Um, just, there just wasn't too much steak in it. Let's yeah, just have no, a no, quick no. flash of this won't take long, the quick number sixties.
even stuck. Snuck the we had to put the 60 Minutes logo on there. Yeah, we had to do. We, uh, <laughs> who, who, who can forget the? Who, who can forget that great number 60 with the old? You knew exactly what time it was, didn't you? Sunday night special. An iconic now, soundtrack, now, wasn't I, it? Back I, to 60 Minutes. I vaguely recall a couple of podcasts back. A certain St Kilda player who also wore the number one brilliantly for the Mighty Saints, but he also wore the number 60. It was a late, great Trevor Barker. And um, he he was along with Plugger. I remember I remember going to Moorabbin a couple of times in the 80s there as a kid. And if it wasn't Plugger that everyone was screaming to either punch someone's head in or kick goals, it was they were waiting for Barks to, just to take a hanger and just be uh, absolutely dominant as, as only he could be. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So sad that he was lost to the game so early because I, I, I actually reckon he would have an influence if it's not St Kilda still over the game itself by now. I reckon he's just he was just brilliant, brilliant for the sport. Yep, sure was. I definitely remember as a kid uh, out in the backyard or out in the front front um, street there taking a big hanger and Barker. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Just how good was but that? Dad, um, Dad, well, every time we played the Saints, even though we'd kick them or beat them, whatever. He always said they've got to recruit Trevor Barkin this year. We've got to get Trevor oh. Barkin this year. And, and, and that's a good point, Lovey. That was just the the mark of the man that we know how St Kilda struggled during those those periods. But he was so good, like didn't matter what the conditions. And we know what Moorabbin used to be like back in winter. He would mark and kick the ball beautifully. Loyal, yeah, disloyal. loyal, loyal, loyal man. And him and. Robbie Flower, cut from the same cloth. Yeah, Tulip. Yep, absolutely. Um, look forward to having a chat about some of their good old players. Maybe we dig yep. up a couple from each each of the Demons and the, the Bulldogs in the old Footscray days. Um, we'll we'll yep. find a, a couple of uh, players and just give our little reflections on what we remember as them as when we were kids and what well, we thought of that them as a player. So we'll give you a bit so- of homework, Cuz. Saturday will be the second time they're playing the grand final. That's correct, isn't it? Well done, mate. You're using all the material for next week's show. Well done. Yeah, That's good. Thanks. <laughs> all good. good you asked me to do a bit of a search. I've done some for you, and a little bit some. Yeah, yeah we just, just maybe picked the right topic for it. Yeah, a bit early. We're doing, we're doing it Thursday. Remember, Thursday night from 7. We look forward to that chat tonight. Tune into the Brownlow and enjoy. What? Enjoy. Final note on, on that. What are the chances Cal starts talking about the cricket on Thursday night because of that? Can't wait. Anyway. No disrespect. I don't like the game. Even though we're allowed to go back and play cricket according to Dash and Dan today. Oh, shut this. Shut this potty yeah. off quick. See you, lads. <laughs> right, take it easy. Enjoy. See you, boys. Thank you. See you, boys. Thanks, Oliver.